I remember growing up and I would want to spend the night at my friend's house and have a sleepover with my friends from school or from the neighborhood. And I remember when I would ask my mom or my grandmother or my aunt, who were my guardians, the relatives I lived with at the time, can I spend the night at Melanie's house? Can I spend the night at Robin's house? And it will always be, well, no, you can't spend the night. Or it will be, who's their mother? Who's their uncle? Who's their father? I want to speak to their mother. I want to talk to their mother on the phone. I want to know what's going on over there. And as a young girl, I never understood why, you know, why was that such a big issue? It's my friend. Like, why can't I go spend the night at my friend's house? Like, that's my best friend. I'm going to be fine. They're, they're perfect. There's nothing wrong with the situation. I never understood why, you know, my family would question or make it a big deal about me being able to spend the night at a friend's house. And now that I'm an adult and you see all the things that are going on in the world you understand why your parents said no or why your parents wanted to speak to the parents of your friends or just question and made it a big deal because things are not as they seem you know everyone has situations going on in their household everyone has problems going on in their household or things that you don't know about and even amongst your own household, you know, not just other people's household. No one has the perfect family, but everyone wants to try to portray the perfect the perfect family, especially now. I would say even more than back then, because we are very, you know, social media savvy. Social media is the thing now. Everyone's posting YouTube videos about their perfect family and making it seem like, you know, everything is just perfect and they're just recording, you know, the good things. And no one ever wants to broadcast problems. No one ever wants to make it seem like they go through shit or have problems in their families. Everyone wants to broadcast the perfect situation the perfect family and that's just not the reality and I'm here to talk about that it's specifically speaking on sexual abuse in the households yes the households in social media today you know there's a lot going on with the um me too movement and women coming out speaking about men who has sexually assaulted them, sexually abused them, or made them feel sexually um, you know, inappropriate or did anything sexual in the workplace that was inappropriate. A lot of women are coming out and speaking about that for different reasons. Um, everyone has their own personal reason as to why they come out now or later. And I don't judge that, you know. Everyone thinks it's easy to come out and speak upon sexual abuse, but as women, and of course, as men, you know, it's not easy, you know, and there's many reasons why reasons being, you know, um, they don't, they're in denial. They don't know how to deal with the situation. There's a reason of, you know, people not believing them. You know, if you're coming out about a celebrity, a person that has high power, high money, you know, as well known in the, in the communities and just well-known, they may not believe someone is going to believe them. Like, why would they believe that this person who is known as the family guy or 
this person that has all this money and is well known for charities and all these positive things. Why would they believe that he raped me or why would they believe that he tried to sexually abuse me or have a sexual encounter with me? There's many reasons why people decide to speak on it and that's not me to judge you know people may say oh don't believe that girl or don't believe that boy they're just doing it for money or they're just doing it for clout or they're just doing it because everyone else is doing it it's not that serious but it is that serious you cannot judge someone for choosing when or how to speak about something as serious as sexual abuse that has happened to them you know and we are conditioned to believe that nothing is going to happen to that person that has harmed you. You know, you're conditioned to believe that if I speak upon the situation, I'm going to be judged. People are going to, you know, give me nasty comments and nasty remarks and don't believe anything I have to say. Or this is going to cause more harm than more, you know, positivity. You know, I'm not going to get the help I need. Or I'm not going to get the justice I deserve because people will judge me instead of consider me as a victim. Now, going back in time, you know, back in the days, I would say abuse, sexual abuse. This is not a new topic. This is a topic that has been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries. Starting back to when we were, you know, children and our parents would say, you know, You can't spend the night at this person's house and you question why. Why is it that you don't trust that I can stay at a friend's house or a relative's house? Or sometimes they will let you stay at a relative's house because that's family. Family won't hurt you. But in reality, there are a lot of family that are hurting their other family members more than a stranger. You know, and you and this comes to a question as to why. Why is it happening and why is it silence? Why is it that family members are abusing their own family members and nothing is being done? Why is it silence? Why is it not talked about amongst the black community? Why is it not talked about amongst communities of different generations and different races? And that is the reason of portraying perfection, portraying the perfect family, you know, afraid to break up the family, you know. A relative also would feel like, I don't know if anyone would believe this situation. And the pressure to keep the family intact as to why people don't talk about these things in the family. As we grow up, we grow up amongst our cousins and our uncles and our aunts and our grandmas and our moms and our dads. And... We learn to trust our relatives. You know, these are the people that's going to take care of us. These are the people that are part of our lives and they wouldn't do anything to hurt us. This is what we are conditioned to believe. Family is first. Family is blood. Family is amongst everything. And you forgive your family. You trust your family in all situations. And... Having sexual abuse and molestation and rape amongst families is much more common than people realize. 43% of victims of sexual abuse are by family members. And in these cases are younger than 12 years old. There are 10 million million Americans that have been victims of incest. 
And of those 10 million, 30% of black women have histories of childhood sexual abuse. And this is something that is not spoken about, you know? I can say for myself, being a black woman, I haven't experienced this amongst myself, but I'm pretty sure it goes on in my family, in other families, and it's something that we don't talk about because it's family and that doesn't make it okay. Abuse is abuse. And it's even worse when it's from your family because we are conditioned to believe that our family members are people we are supposed to trust, you know? And these are people we lay our heads with every night. And you would think that you will feel more secure within your family than going outside with people you don't know. And sometimes that is just not the case, you know? And I was watching a YouTube video the other day where, you know, it was a celebrity talking about a situation where she was raped when she was three years old. Three. Three years old. Three years old, you are small, you are fragile, you are the most innocent, you know, you're just a child, you know, and you're, you don't think that, you don't understand these things, you know, you don't understand why a family member is trying to insert their sexual private parts inside of you or want to touch you inappropriately, you know, you don't understand it, you're naive, you're vulnerable, you're a kid, you're innocent, and when you have someone that is trying to sexually abuse you, you're hurt, you're scared, you're afraid, you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. And you trust this person, you don't understand why is it that this person that I trust, whether it's your dad or any type of family member, why are they trying to hurt me? Why is this okay? You know, you're just, you're, you're not knowledgeable. You're three, you're four, you're five, you're six. You know, you don't understand these type of situations. And it broke my heart to see, you know, that this woman was three years old when her cousin raped her. And she said that she was limping after it happened. She was limping, limping. She was in pain. It hurt really bad. Like, it felt numb. She felt numb. She didn't understand it. And... Her father and her mom asked her the next day, like, why are you limping? Like, what's wrong? And then she told them, my cousin, he stuck his penis inside of me and it hurt me and he hurt me. And she was three, three years old. And at three, you know, as a kid, they say, you know, kids will say how they feel you know they are the most bold of them all you know because they're innocent they don't see why to hold things in so she expressed this to her family and they were her and she felt like okay if I tell my family they will protect me they will make it better they will make you know it go away they will protect me and they will give consequences to my cousin that hurt me and The outcome of that situation was that her family member, her mom and her dad, nothing happened to that cousin. They made it silenced. They made it something that she was supposed to forgive her cousin for and to just move on as if nothing happened. And what bothers me about that is that this woman grew up with this pain And this mental illness 
for the rest of her life. This is something that you will never forget. This is something that would affect your, your relationship with your kids, your trust issues amongst people, being into relationships. This is something she had to carry on for the rest of her life. She was conditioned to believe that it's okay because it's family. I can't say anything to anyone because it's my family. And yes, it's wrong. But she specifically stated that nothing happens to bad people. Consequences does not happen to bad people. And consequences specifically won't happen to your family members because that's your cousin and that's family and that's blood. And I also read an article that black women are conditioned to be their brother's keepers. And that's something that was very strong to me because, yes, I do believe that we are conditioned to be our brother's keepers. We are conditioned to protect our black men. We are conditioned to protect our men. You know, we don't want them to go into the prison systems and to get arrested or to have any consequences happen to them. We protect them. We are their fathers and their mothers and their brothers and their uncles as women. You know, we're supposed to be protected by men, but in different cases, we are protecting men from things that they should not be protected from. It's not okay to be abused sexually at all in no situation. And it's even worse because it's family. And we have to break that cycle of protecting men when they do things like this to us and our families. It's not okay. We have to be advocates. We have to speak upon this issue that is an ongoing issue that has been issues back in centuries ago. And it's still an issue. There are women that are being abused by men, women, uncles, aunts, and their families. And not just women. There are men that are being abused by other men in their families and other women in their families as children. And they are afraid to speak about it because when they do speak about it as an innocent kid, they are, they are being silenced by their families. And this causes ongoing issues, mental health issues that will affect you for years to come. Because now you don't trust people. Now you don't want your kids to spend the night at their friend's house and do normal kid things. Because of the situations that you were facing when you were a kid. You have to have these talks with your children that if anything happens to you, that you come forward and you say something and you will get the help you need. And that person that hurt you will be charged with their consequences for what they did to you. You can't just let it be acceptable because it's a family member. Sexual abuse in any case isn't okay. Minorities should not be silenced because it's family and you because you're trying to protect the family.
You can't be afraid to break up the family because what is wrong is wrong. You have to think about the psychological effects that it will have on yourself and your children and for generations to come. Because if this continues to happen and nothing is done, then it's going to continue to happen. And now we're going to continue to raise men and women that are conditioned. They are conditioned to believe that it is normal when it's not normal. We can't continue to be acting shields for our families and acting shields for black men and acting shields for men as women and vice versa. Even black men that are being abused, sexually abused by women. Sometimes that's even more not taken serious than if it was a woman being sexually abused by a man because they feel like, oh, why wouldn't you want a woman to sexually touch you or, you know, do things to you sexually? It's a woman. That's normal. No, it's not normal. You're taking the innocence of a child. Let a child be a child. It's enough that in this generation we have social media and kids are believing and growing up way faster than how I grew up, you know? Because what they see, and they want to imitate what they see. They didn't have the opportunity to be a kid like I was when I was a kid. Where I was outside playing on monkey bars and in cheese houses. And jumping rope and drawing chalk on the floor. You have kids that are more exposed to the internet and have tablets thrown in their face more than ever nowadays. So they're exposed and they can just type in anything. And, they, and now they can even speak into these tablets and things to pull up what they want to see. So we have to think about those things. You can't believe that this is normal. You cannot believe that this is a normal part of life. And you just have to deal with it. If you are being abused amongst your households, you cannot be afraid to speak up. You have to speak up in order to break the cycle. Of course, I understand the feeling of pain and embarrassment, but you aren't alone in numbers. There are many people that are being abused by their family members that aren't saying anything. It just takes one person to say, yes, this has happened to me too. And that is my message for today. And I hope that I encourage others, women and men, not just minorities, but anyone, that if this is happening to you in your household, that you speak up and you talk to your family, you talk to your children to not be conditioned to silent noise. Thank you.